The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear a starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, sisters, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, sisters, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the robe and crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, brothers, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Come on, brothers, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown, good Lord, show me the way. Oh, fathers, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, fathers, let's go down, down in the river to As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the robe and crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, mothers, let's go down. Come on down, don't you want to go down? Come on, mothers, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, sinners, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, sinners, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the robe and crown, good Lord, show me the way. Lord Jesus, we come to pray, to lift up our hearts Lord, we know that you exist and we know that you reward those who earnestly seek you, who will repent of their sin, who will walk clean before you by the power of your blood. Lord, we know we are not strangers but have been adopted. We've been adopted into the family of God. So I come with great joy thanking you praising your name, worshiping you today. And it's time for us to come before you in humble prayer, to seek your face for our nation's capital, to seek your face for the church, 
to seek your face for our families, for our own hearts. I know we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, men and women of ancient days who walked faithfully before you, who now have gone on. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Daniel, King David. Lord, many have gone before us. We bear testimony that you are a God who is faithful and just and true. And so we come today to lay aside everything that would hinder us or any sin that would rise up so easily to entangle us. We, we cast it off in the name of Jesus and we say, no, we will not walk in it. We will run with endurance the race that's been set before us. We've come today with our eyes fixed upon you, Jesus, for you are the author and the perfecter of our faith. And you, for the joy set before you, endured the cross. You despised the shame. You despised the the anger and the bitterness, the hostility that was cast at you by sinners. So, Lord, we come today asking you to strengthen us, to encourage us. We ask you today to draw our hearts close to you, Jesus, and give us the courage to resist every point of the devil that he brings against us. Lord, give us the courage and the strength to say no to his wickedness and to say yes to you, Jesus. Lord, you have severely disciplined me as I have walked this road in the shallowness of my heart, giving way many times to temptations and to sin. You have sternly disciplined me. I come today to say thank you for your discipline. Thank you for loving me and my brothers and sisters enough that you would stop us in our tracks and say, Stop, you're going the wrong way. Lord, thank you. Lord, we come to pray. We come to seek your face. We come to intercede for America. And especially for Washington, D.C., that is so utterly taken over with corruption and wickedness, so filled with lies, so filled with greed, Lord, we come to pray over this city and ask that you would bring discipline to Washington, D.C., that you would bring judgment unto repentance, that you would not destroy us, but that you would bring very stern judgment on our president, on General Milley, 
on our judicial branch? For some Christians, some judges who are faithful before you say the judicial branch is the most dangerous part of the U.S. government. Lord, I pray also for our legislative branch. I pray that you would either convert or change and remove Nancy Pelosi and Mr. Schumer, for they are wicked to the core, corrupt and evil. Lord, the same is true on the side of the Republicans. In so many ways, they are just one party. One party in corruption and wickedness. One party in being against the American people. I pray, Lord, for your judgment unto repentance in Washington, D.C., and in every branch of government. Lord, I can't come and pretend that everything's okay. It's not. We're in deep, deep trouble. And it seems that every day the trouble grows deeper and the wickedness is even more obvious. Please come, Lord Jesus, and save America from its own wickedness, its own hardness of heart. Please come, Jesus. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Well, this is a prayer meeting today, and you're a part of it because you're listening. I welcome you right now to call quickly, 877-534-0780. The phone lines are all open, and we're waiting for your call, and you're invited to pray live over the city of Washington, D.C., This broadcast, 7.80 a.m., covers the entire metro area and beyond. It's a very powerful a.m. station. We also are streaming live on YouTube to many parts of the world. Don't let that scare you. Be bold and come and lift your voice with mine that the Lord Jesus would bring judgment unto repentance upon Washington, D.C. and upon America and upon the Western world and upon China. We're in trouble, people. The lies about the jab and the, the COVID, the murder that's gone on, the deception continuing. The destruction, intentional destruction of our small businesses. People being cast out of their homes because they can't work, but the government told them they couldn't work. So shouldn't the government pay for the damage they've done? I think yes. Yes, if you've been forced out of work by the government mandates, then they should pay for your upkeep. The government is responsible for what they have done, but they are not acting responsibly. 
So I come with a heavy heart. I see the evil that is being done to our nation. I see the babies that are being murdered and torn apart in the mother's womb. It's time to pray. I see the churches rolling over. I listen as pastors play the church game and bishops play the church game. As though everything were okay. We're in deep trouble. The judgments of God are about to fall upon America in increasing numbers and destruction. Already, if you have eyes to see, God is bringing destruction in fires, in drought, hurricanes and floods. If you read the Old Testament... It's very clear God brings famine. And famine is being created by the United States government as they pay farmers to destroy their crops. They're creating a food shortage which will create famine in America. It's beyond my imagination. I I could not even make this stuff up. Well, please, would you pray? Would you cry aloud to the Lord today? Our number, 877-534-0780. The phone lines are open. You're welcome to call and pray. Lord Jesus, I come again. We have not learned by your discipline. We have regarded it lightly. We've said it's not touching me or mine, so everything's okay. But no, Lord, everything is not okay. If we have eyes to see, the nation is on the verge of utter destruction. Now, Lord, I'm asking that you would reprove your church and your pastors, for they have no backbone. They're lukewarm, and you're about to spit us out of your mouth. Lord, I pray for our government. They don't consider you a serious threat. But you hold the future of America in your hand. And you've destroyed empire after empire that has turned against you, that has walked in corruption and evil, even as our nation is doing. Lord, would you come and bring your discipline to the church to each one of us that is walking in disobedience? Would you come and bring your discipline, your judgments under repentance for America and especially for Washington, D.C., all the way from the council and the mayor 
to the Congress and the executive branch and the judicial branch, Lord, would you stop what's happening in this nation as we crash down, 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 endless, endless crashing? Lord, would you stop it in the name of Jesus? Would you rescue us? Lord, we are without discipline in this nation. Lord, I remember when my father would discipline me so sternly, and it would change my heart. I ask that you would do the same thing with America. I'm asking that your judgment would train us and teach us once more the ways of holiness and righteousness, and that once more peace and righteousness would rule in our nation. I'm asking that you would remove every corrupt congregation, every corrupt pastor, every corrupt government official. I ask that you would remove them or convert them. Lord, we need that magnificent, great awakening that came from the very first under Jonathan Edwards and sinners in the hands of an angry God. Lord, please come in power. I pray in your holy name. Amen. We have a caller. Please, please pray. Dear Jesus, please have your way in our government. I agree in praying for our judgment to repentance in our nation. And I'm concerned about our condition, especially now because other countries see us as weak after the situation with Afghanistan. And you've said that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but you've come to bring abundant life, and that is eternal life. And I understand sometimes you have to bring judgment in order for that to happen, and I can see how you can turn around these um, situations for good in order to turn people to you. And so I just pray for the salvation of our president and vice president and all that are in office. Please overturn the plans that are against your will. And I pray that if they will not turn to you, please remove them from office. And I can think of Afghanistan still as, as they're suffering. Please have compassion on your people, your right. Please <clears throat> deliver them from the hands of the wicked. <clears throat> and thank you for the ones that have escaped, and thank you for the ones that are staying boldly. Please continue protecting them. I pray for Pastor Ray, please cause these messages to go further in Washington, D.C. and online. I pray that more people will be reached for you, whether they are uh, Christian in name, or maybe if, <clears throat> if they've never really heard the gospel, I pray that these messages, messages would reach more people to be saved. So I pray for your will in, in all these things. Please be glorified, and, and if necessary, bring judgment to repentance. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much. God bless you, sister. God bless you. 
Our phone lines are all open and you're welcome to call and pray. 877-534-0780 That number again, 877-534-0780 Lord, I'm asking that you would teach us how to make straight paths for our feet. I ask, Lord, that you would bring healing to your church. For, Lord, I know you will have a people who are without spot or wrinkle, who are clean, who walk in righteousness and holiness, who have totally flushed the wicked teachings of today's modern church that are lies. Men and women who will surrender to you with hearts of love and peace and joy going forth to proclaim the gospel that there is freedom in you, Jesus, that there is release of every captive, that you are who you say you are. And we can trust you, O Lord, that you will come in mighty power. Lord, I just plead today. We need the Holy Spirit to come. The person, the third person of the Godhead. Lord, in Luke 11, you promised you would send the Holy Spirit to them who ask. I'm asking today for a new outpouring of your Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit would come and take full possession of every one of our lives, that he would wash and cleanse by the blood, your blood, Jesus, that he would come and teach us everything that you want us to know, that you would send him to open the scriptures to us that we could understand them. I ask, Lord, that you would send your Holy Spirit with fire to cleanse and restore your church, that the church would no longer be the laughing stock of the pagan, but the pagan would fear the people of God and they would look with favor upon the righteousness of your people. Lord, they would not call us hypocrites, but they would say, this is a good people, a godly people. We need to join them. Lord, would you come and do a complete renovation, reformation in the Church of America? And I recognize, Lord, that when we pray for reformation, things can get very difficult for those of us who are being reformed by your Holy Spirit. For you will not, Holy Spirit, participate with us in any wickedness or any sin. You will not share yourself with ourself, but instead take full charge. I'm asking, would you come, Holy Spirit, and take full charge of your people and of your your church? Lord, right now the church is a prostitute in America. 
It's full of entertainment. It's full of wicked, false teaching. It's it's filled with darkness, Lord. Would you come and wash and cleanse your church? Would you come and restore and heal us? In the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. We need a dramatic, dramatic overhauling of the American church. And it's going to take, Lord, a great groundswell among the people of God rising up and saying to their pastors, enough of this pablum, enough of this entertainment. We want the real deal. We want the word of God. And we want righteousness. And we want to know how to be transformed into the likeness of Jesus. Lord, we don't need pastors who only know how to talk about love. We need pastors who will be like John the Baptist and talk about holiness and righteousness and tell us the truth that if we don't walk in holiness and righteousness, we will be shut out of the kingdom of God. Lord, we were called to walk by the Spirit We were not called to a life of slavery, but a life of freedom in Jesus. I'm asking, Lord, that you would set our hearts afire with your love, with your compassion, that your mercy would overflow. Lord, please come. Please come, Holy Spirit. Lord, I'm not going to pretend saying, oh, the Holy Spirit is drawing close. Can you feel him? No, Lord, we want the real deal. We don't want tricks. We don't want false lies. We don't want humanism in the place of the real Holy Spirit that comes with power and fire that comes with conviction of sin, that comes with reformation. Lord, please come. Holy Spirit, please come. I pray in your name, Jesus. Amen. This is a prayer meeting. I'm happy to pray the whole time, but It's your turn to pray. It's your time. I've preached all week. It's your turn to pray. To cry out to God. You can pray online by calling 877-534-4MANY. It's an opportunity to pray over Washington, D.C. on live radio. Do you care about this city? I have spent my entire ministry now, 52 years. I have ministered in the city of Washington, D.C. I love this city. I love these people. God has put great compassion in my heart for Washington, for our government, for our officials. 
but I have to be honest. We're in great trouble because of corruption and greed and wickedness, betrayal, treason. I mean, we can tolerate foolish behavior. We can tolerate mistakes. We can't tolerate treason from within. And that's what we're having. That's what we're experiencing. Do you care? Would you pray? Would you take this opportunity to stand on the wall as a watchman? and pray over this city. 877-534-0780 I'm waiting on your call. We were called to walk in freedom. We were called to walk in the joy of the Lord. But it must be true joy, not false. It can't be happy, happy. It has to be real. It has to be grounded in holiness, in righteousness, in innocence, in, in obedience to Jesus. We can't pretend that we can walk in our own way and have the blessing of Jesus. Lord, you called us to walk in freedom. And by your blood, we have been set free of sin and darkness. We have had the bondages broken from our lives. We have had the powerful bondages of addiction broken. Lord, I thank you. And I say glory to the name of Jesus. But Lord, many today who call themselves Christians are still caught in the bondage of wickedness, of darkness, of the kingdom of darkness. Lord, I just come today to declare that you are righteous and without sin and that you want to change us into your likeness, and you want to dwell in us. Lord, I come. I ask that you would cause every man and every woman listening to this broadcast to lay aside everything except fixing their eyes upon you, Jesus, and walking in obedience to the word of God as shared in the scriptures as shared in the Beatitudes, as shared in the Gospels and the Epistles, the letters to the churches. Lord, please, I come with a humble heart, but a heart full of love and concern for those who are still walking in darkness. Lord Washington, D.C., I've been here so many years. And Lord, it is so dark. It is so filled with wickedness. 
I pray, O Lord, today for the cities of America. I pray for New York City, for Boston, for Buffalo, for Miami, for Fort Lauderdale, for Jacksonville, for Charleston, for Chicago and Denver, for L.A., San Francisco. Pray for the great cities of America that have become hellholes filled with wickedness. Lord God, Portland and Seattle, utterly given to the demonic power, utterly given to wickedness. Lord, I know these cities, Las Vegas, I know they're going to burn if they don't repent. I know your judgment of fire will come upon them even as it came upon Sodom and Gomorrah. If not, you will have to apologize, Lord, to Sodom and Gomorrah. For they're more wicked than Sodom and Gomorrah ever thought of being. Lord, I pray for the cities of America. And I pray for the churches that are found in Sodom and Gomorrah that have so compromised, that have so lied about your gospel, that they've become entertainment centers. they become businesses. They're not arcs of safety. They're arcs of destruction. Lord, I pray for your people today. I pray for your people who are in these cities. And Lord, I pray for your people across this great nation. Lord, I know your judgment is going to have to come upon your church. Lord, I pray that those believers who are caught in Afghanistan will be faithful to you even though it may cost them their lives. I pray that you will protect them and lead them out. But Lord, where can they go in the world? For soon persecution will be everywhere in the world, even in America. For Lord, that's the only thing that seems to stir your people to repentance. Oh Lord, I lift my heart for your people who are all over this world, scattered, some under honest, true shepherds of the faith, and others under people who are there as a business, paid as in a business, negotiating their salaries, as in a business. Not true shepherds. Hirelings. Lord, I pray for your church today. Lord, all I've been able to do is, is sit and weep in my prayer closet 
for your church, for your people. Lord, prepare your people for the kingdom above. Please bring upon us whatever is necessary that we could be changed into your likeness, Jesus. Send forth your power that your people will rise up and repent and call the nations to repent before the holy God of heaven comes in the clouds of glory to exercise judgment upon this wicked world. Lord, come, mighty King of heaven and earth. I know you're waiting for the Father to make the earth your footstool, Jesus, to put your enemies under your feet. I beg of you, come and rule over this earth and establish your kingdom for that thousand-year millennium. Almighty God, come in power, come in glory. Thank you, Jesus. You're welcome to join me. This is a prayer meeting. Call 877-534-0780. We have a caller. Let's take that caller. Welcome. Please pray. Yes, hello. Um, Father, I come humbly before you. Um, In Isaiah, you say, See, Yahweh is coming with fire, and his chariots are like a whirlwind. He will bring down his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. For with fire and with his sword, Yahweh will execute judgment upon all men, and many will be those slain by Yahweh. And, Father, I pray you take the scales off our eyes so we can see you the way that you want us to see you, because the beginning of wisdom is to fear you. And I pray you take our pride away. Please help us, Father. I pray that you take our heart of stone and make it a heart of flesh. I pray that we come to the end of ourselves, that we be malleable in your hands, that we come out from instant gratification and seek to have patience and peace in you. I pray that we hate what you hate and love what you love. I pray you break our heart for what breaks your heart. I pray that people come out from all false religions and put down all idols and put you first and foremost above everyone and everything else, Father. I pray that all our needs be met, food, water, medicine, shelter, and clothing, and that we be healed mentally, physically, and spiritually. I pray we can differentiate between truth and lies and good and evil and that we choose life and want to live holy, right, and pure and just before you, Father. I pray we walk in the Spirit and not carry out the desires of the flesh. I pray we walk humble before you and each other and the people to be servants to you and to each other and the people. I pray all those that are married in you have a strong marriage in you, that their marriage be rejuvenated, lifted up, and healed, that they be best friends, that they have humor in their marriage, and those that are single be able to bear up under it to seek your will, what you would have us to do, that we stay holy before you, Father, and those that are pregnant for their health, their baby's health, and their extended family's health. I pray for the President of the United States, the Vice President, 
their families, those that work in the White House, uh, the vets, and the military. I pray that they read your word and pray to you every day to find out what you would have them to do for the country. Um, again, I say I pray you take the scales off their eyes so they can see you and be saved. We deserve to go to hell. We've broken every commandment. And I thank you, Father, for coming and dying on the cross for our sins. Yeshua, I thank you. And I pray that if we even think of turning to the left or the right, that we repent and continue to walk with you by the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, I thank you for loving us and keeping us, those that are walking with you, the household of faith. Judgment begins with the household of faith. And I pray that you help us to see so that we can repent. I love you, Father, and God bless Pastor Greenlee, and I pray you keep him strong and to persevere. And I pray you put your warring angels with fire and the Holy Spirit all around us to minister to us and protect us in all of our ways. Yes. My my heart hurts, Father, because of people that can't see. I used to not see and walk around just blind, and I so understand what it means, and I fear for these people that burn things down and rape and pillage, and I and I just feel so bad because I don't want them to be in hell forever. And I know what it's like to be mocked and raped and hurt, but I pray for these people. I know you love them, and I pray that they see and come out of all wickedness. Please help them, Father. I love you. In your name I pray, Yeshua. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Greenlee. Thank you, dear sister. Thank God you. Bless God you. bless you. Yes, bye-bye. The phone number is 877-534-0780. The lines are all wide open. Please call. You have time to pray. <clears throat> this is a prayer meeting online. It's your turn. You're it. Would you call and pray? Is your heart alive and burning for Jesus? Have you turned aside from all wickedness? Have you turned aside from all of self? Are you seeking Jesus with all of your heart? Are you walking in the joy of the Lord? Do you have his freedom? Do you know his love? Because he has redeemed you and changed you and filled you with his presence. Lord, I just thank you today for your mercy. I thank you that we have redemption through your blood, that we have the forgiveness of our sins as we turn from them by your blood. Lord, I pray for every person listening today. Some, Lord, are sick and they need the healing power to flow through their bodies to restore them. Lord, I pray that right now as I'm praying, your spirit will go forth over this listening congregation and that you will minister to the sick and that you will raise them up 
in the name of Jesus. I pray Jesus over your body right now. I pray Jesus over the sickness right now and command it to leave your body to be healed in the name of Jesus. I speak the name of Jesus over every curse that has come against you from the powers of darkness, and I break those curses now in the name of Jesus. And I declare that you are free by the blood of Jesus, for it is in Jesus that we find freedom. Lord, I ask that every anxiety and every worry and every fear would be cast off right now by your people, that you would remove it from their hearts as they say, I don't need this fear, I don't need this this pain. I give it to you, Jesus. I trust you. I ask, Lord, for every person who's walking in a broken relationship that, Lord, you will heal that relationship now in the name of Jesus, that you will bring about the circumstances and the people to totally change what's happening in that marriage. And, Lord, I pray for every person who is greedy, who will not give for the work of your kingdom. I pray you would give every person a generous heart toward the work of the kingdom of God, that we would give hilariously to the work of the kingdom, that we would recognize there is no work on earth as important as that of proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. I ask, Lord, that that would be reflected in the way we behave and in the way we give. O Lord, remove the blinders of selfishness from our eyes. Remove the blinder of pride from our hearts. Remove the spirit of religion from every person's heart who's listening and give them the fire of your presence. Lord, some moms and dads are struggling with their children. I'm asking that you would remove from those children every demonic influence and that you would show that mom or that dad exactly what they need to do, that you would answer their prayer, their cry, as they say, Lord, how do I deal with my children? Lord, would you show them how to deal with their children, even the adult children? Lord, it's so easily done in the life of an adult child to get a bitter spirit and to poison the whole family. Lord, I pray that that child, who is now an adult with a poisoned heart, would repent and turn from that wicked way and make peace and restitution with their mom and their dad. I pray that all judgments would be removed, that peace would reign between mother and daughter, that peace would reign between mother and son, that peace would reign in the family through the father 
and the mother and the children, even, yea, unto the grandchildren. Lord, would you cause such righteousness to rise up in our families and in our homes that you would be glorified, that you would be magnified. Lord, thank you. Lord, have your way today. I can't just come and pray for reformation and not be specific. I'm asking for that reformation in the family. I'm asking for that reformation in the church family. I'm asking for that reformation in the pastors and with the bishops. I'm asking, Lord, that you would come and hear the cry of our hearts. I ask that you would bring godly wives and husbands to those who are crying out before you for a husband or a wife. I ask, Lord, that you would be the one who would order the steps of your people in the prayer closet and in the world in which we dwell. Bring about the circumstances required to bring about your will, and we will trust you, Lord. Our eyes are fixed on you, Jesus. We will not turn to the left or to the right. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus has heard our prayers today, and you can expect him to answer. For he is a God who is there, and he rewards those who earnestly seek him. He is our provision. He is our food. He is our shelter. He is everything for us. He is the peace in our families. He is the joy of our hearts. Today I want you to walk in absolute freedom in Jesus. You have been released from all bondage. Walk in the freedom of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the good news. You're welcome to write to me. I'd love to hear from you. You can write to me at the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346. That's Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia. 22195. I received a card yesterday. I won't give you the name. The first name was Allie. This dear sister from Washington, D.C. sent me a card. Encouraging card. And inside she taped two $5 bills for the broadcast. For me, that was like receiving $1,000. See, it doesn't matter what the amount is. It matters what the heart is. That's what Jesus sees, the widow's might. 
I pray today that that you will obey the Lord God of heaven. And you're welcome. I love to get cards and letters. I need the encouragement. Write to the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia. 22195. You're also welcome to go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com, and Brother Ed has posted there over a thousand videos, podcasts. We soon will have new platforms that you can go to, BitChute and Odyssey. Odyssey is already up. You can go there and just put a search in for the National Prayer Chapel or put a Pilgrim's Progress, and you'll find those videos popping up. My brother, my sister, I want you to walk in freedom in Jesus. Not in wickedness, not in sin, but in freedom. In joy. God love you. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. of his glory with great joy.